Hi guys, and welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud with Tashana. This podcast is all about spiritual growth as well as personal growth. Hi guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Just Thinking Out Loud. I am your host, Tashana. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for sending me encouraging words and uh, letting me know how the podcast has been encouraging you and helping you and providing great tips and things. Um, Thanks so much. I just want to say thank you overall. Just a big, huge thank you to you guys. Um, Keep the messages coming. I enjoy hearing from you. I enjoy hearing how um, the things that I am podcasting or talking about um has not only been encouraging you but has um helped you grow as a person or helped you grow in different areas of your lives because guys that's what I'm doing it for um so I just want to say again thank you for listening um okay now on to my rant for the week so if you guys have not listened to or if you are not following me on social media let me really tell you that you are missing out so my stories is usually where I post the most randomest of the random stuff. Um, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's scripturally based. Some a lot of, a lot of times, no lie, it's really good information. Um, it's like um different clips and things of like different um articles I'm reading. I also posted my reading list for 2020. I'm reading a book called Essentialism by I believe it's Jeff McCowan or George McCowan excellent book if you guys look it up on audible the book is amazing y'all so check out the book um essentialism I'm reading multiple books but that's the one that's like top priority right now on my list because I need to get my thing is I am a multitasker by nature but I am realizing that multitasking um, does not benefit me. So I need to focus on one thing. So while I have 20 books on my list and I'm probably, um, reading five of those at the same time, now I'm trying to cut that down to one so I can focus on one, get the meat of that of one, put those, um, steps into action, and then I'll move on to finish the rest of them. Cause no lie, I am reading five books at the same time, which is not good. So I don't advise that. (laughs) Don't do that y'all. Just read one. Anyways, um, my rant that I posted about on social media, if you're following me on Instagram, then you saw it the other day. If you're not, go ahead and follow me at Tashana.co. Um, what it was about is a couple of months ago, I found out or last year, I found out I have a peanut sensitivity allergy, right? A peanut sensitivity. So I never had that before, which is kind of weird that as a grown up, you know, I developed this allergy, but anywho, all my life, pretty much, as long as I've been in the States, because I have lived outside of America, but as long as I've been in the States, I've been able to enjoy the delicious goodness of Chick-fil-A. Now, in speaking to my friend the other day, I realized, and I did, and I researched it because I went on their website, they cook their food in peanut oil, y'all, 100% refined peanut oil. So what does that mean to me? Um, that means I can't eat it. Really? I mean, it's Chick-fil-A. The waffle fries are legendary. Now, I'm still going to go to Chick-fil-A and get me a lemonade now. But I'm just saying, I was very upset. I was very hurt. I was very devastated. Chick-fil-A, you guys have to do better. You need to come up with like an alternative because I I don't want to be stuck just eating salads. Now, 
mind you, I know there's a few of you who are listening and you know me personally and you're like, hey, I thought you were Pescatarian. Um, I fell off a little bit. Well, not necessarily fell off. I went back because, you know, I have some other things going on and I needed the, I just wanted to eat chicken. But anyways, I I don't care. Um, <laughs> but I am going back to my pescatarian diet, but I can't even eat the fr- waffle fries, y'all. They cook the waffle fries in peanut oil. So that's why I can't eat for five guys. Well, I wasn't going to eat for five guys anyways, because, well, they got a veggie burger. Anyways, let me cut this down because I can go on and on about this. I was very devastated, y'all. It really hurt my spirit that I could not eat from Chick-fil-A anymore like that. But I'm going to just have to go back to just eating their salads, their little side salad. And I'm going to have to go on about my business and eat my waffle fries at home that's not cooked in refined peanut oil. Okay? Because that's not the move. That is not the move for the kids. So... That is definitely my rant for the day, for the week, for the month. I'm devastated about it. I'm really hurt because Chick-fil-A, I was eating from there for like two, twice a week. Twice a week. Um, don't judge me, y'all. Twice a week I was eating from Chick-fil-A. Like, really? Anywho, no wonder I probably, no wonder I still have a stuffy nose and I'm still sick. But anyways, so jumping into the topic for today, Um, the topic for today is rejection has a when rejection has a greater purpose so i want to talk about rejection rejection is something we all experience rejection is something that we in experiencing it we realize it's something that we don't necessarily like because it's not a good feeling but in order to grow we all have to experience at some point in time some kind of rejection you have to hear a no in order for you to sometimes that ignites um self-motivation and it ignites us to fight. It ignites us to um, dig deeper. And so rejection can ignite a whole lot of things. Um, there's also a negative side to rejection. If we stay into it, it can, you know, it can kind of kick off depression and all these other things. But it's the perspective in which you look at the rejection, right? So I want to look at it from the perspective of when rejection has a greater purpose. And I saw a post about this on Facebook from one of the apostles that I follow. And it made me say, hmm, um, I want to dig a little deeper into into this. And so I started really, really studying um, rejection and what that looks like and what um, it looks like biblically, right? And how many people in the Bible have been rejected um, and how that has turned their lives around and what God did for them in the rejection. So the definition of rejection is the dismissing or refusing of a proposal, an idea, um, or and or it is the spurning of a person's affections, right? So we're not so much focusing on the person's affections. We're focusing on the dismissing. Um, well, we're going to actually we're going to jump into both. We're going to jump into both because a lot of people fear rejection. And I want I want you to know, get from this particular episode that um, you shouldn't fear rejection. Okay? You shouldn't fear rejection. And mo- a lot of us, we fear rejection. We, we fear that no. Because um, we want to hear yes. We're humans. You want to hear them say yes. You don't ever want to hear them say no. Um, but no, but them in them saying no, it shows that there may be a gap there and something that we need to focus deeper on. There's an area that we may be lacking in. 
Um, there are some weaknesses that are being exposed and we need to tighten up and we need to strengthen those um, areas and or rejection can be for our benefit. How can it be for our benefit? I'm about to tell you. So, of course, there biblically there were more a couple of people um, that were rejected in different ways. And then God elevated those people through their rejection. God was able to use that and elevate them. Right. Um, and so first. Number one, we know that Jesus was rejected. Jesus was not only rejected, um, but he was crucified because of the rejection. But Jesus was rejected, and it talks about his rejection in Mark eight thirty one, Luke seventeen twenty five, uh, Mark twenty one forty two, Mark twelve ten, Luke twenty seventeen, and most. Um, and it also talks about it in Isaiah 53, 3. So Isaiah 53, 3 says he was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain, right? So he was rejected by mankind. He was rejected by the elders. They didn't want to hear that he was the son of man. They thought he was a liar, right? But um, in particular, Matthew 21 and 42, Mark 12, 10 and Luke 20, 17, what I thought was interesting um what I thought was very interesting about these three, three scriptures in particular, they all reference the same thing. What are they talking about? And of course, I want you always to go back and read this for yourself because God may give you a different revelation from what I'm talking about. Um, and you may be able to, again, get some other insight from it. So, and re and it's always good. Number one, to read it for yourself. Because again, when people give you their thoughts on something, it's their, their thoughts, Right i.e. the title of this podcast is just thinking out loud. So these is these is Tashana's thoughts. Um now if I'm giving you scientific facts, those aren't my thoughts. Those are scientific facts. These are biblical thoughts. These is biblical things. So um I want you to go back and read it because that is not going to change in regards to who is giving you their interpretation of um, how they're reading the scripture. So you go back and read it because that scripture is the Bible is our foundation. And that's where you go get your word from. Um, but these three scriptures as a whole, I thought were interesting because they say the stone, the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Acts 4.11 further breaks that down. And Acts 4.11 says the cornerstone is Jesus. The stone, the builders rejected the builders were the people, the builders were the elders, um, the builders were mankind, has become the cornerstone. So he's become the cornerstone. Um, and I thought that was very interesting that, again, these three scriptures reference went back and verbatim said the same exact thing. They referred to him as the cornerstone. They talked about the builders rejecting him. So I um, challenge you to go in and dig deep in and just maybe just... You can just focus on these three scriptures or focus on, yeah, focus on these three scriptures. Um, but I'm going to give you some other examples. Moses was rejected, right? So Acts 7.35, the people said, who made you ruler and judge? They were like, who are you? You stutter. Like, you're not that smart. So why would we follow you? Who made you the know-it-all? But God made him to know it all. God made he, him the leader. But in that rejection, and Moses talks about the people rejected me. They don't want me. Um, but in that rejection, he saw that he was a great leader, right? He saw that though I stutter, though I might not be the sharpest um, crayon in this box, I'm a great leader. 
I can lead because God has um in in store God has stored this in me. Um I'm a great leader and I'm going to lead you because God told me who I am. I am the leader and you guys will follow me. Right? So in his rejection, he found his purpose. In his rejection, he found his power. Um Jephthah who was a warrior, he was in Gilead. I thought his story was ex- extremely interesting. The elders just flat out said, we don't want you and we're rejecting you because you are the son of another woman. Like we don't want you in our community. Even though he was a great warrior, even though he had done great things in his community, the people rejected him. The people rejected him. It was until, um, and he felt bad about it in that rejection. He felt bad about it because he didn't see a benefit in it and he couldn't understand, like, why are they rejecting me? Um, But then they came back to him and said, hey, there's a war going on and we need you. And he was like, no, y'all don't need me. Y'all rejected me. But they were like, no, we really do need you. And so then in his rejection, um, and I'm talking about Judges 11, if you go read Judges chapter 11, particularly um, one through the whole the whole thing so one leads off with talking about Jephthah um it talks about his um how he turned that rejection into something great so they rejected him but then they came back to him and said hey we need you we 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 know that you're great we see what God has done in your life he's made you a great warrior we we need you we need that skill set so we're not gonna miss out because um of our our misunderstandings or our shortcomings like we, we need your help and so in his rejection um he found again he found his purpose he you was able to use that wonderful skill set that god had given him to be elevated um joseph joseph was man this everybody knows well not everybody but um joseph was rejected not only was joseph rejected by his brothers but Joseph was rejected, betrayed, and sold into slavery, right? He was rejected, betrayed, and sold into slavery, y'all. And he still was able, well, God still was able to turn that thing around. And it was the perspective also in that um, Joseph was able to gain a different perspective and a different outlook. At the end of it, he doesn't hate his brothers um, because he helps them. He prevents a famine in the land. Joseph was able to he found his purpose, right? He found his purpose in the rejection. After a trip through the desert, he was purchased and sold to Potiphar. And Potiphar was like the captain of the Pharaoh's army at the time. And Joseph went through a whole lot of different things, um, a whole lot of different scenarios. But he was able to, again, a lot of his, most of his blessings came out of that rejection. Had he not been rejected, he would have never been put placed into um, a position that he was able to not only bless his brothers, bless his father, but bless the people as a whole, right? He was able to bless God's kingdom. He was able to bless the people as a whole, but it was in that rejection that he found his purpose. Now, um, the disciples were rejected. The disciples were rejected. Um, they were rejected by the people. A lot of people didn't want to hear their message. A lot of people, again, didn't want to hear um, what they had to say. But, um, and Paul in particular, in I think it was Acts 18, 6, and y'all go back again and check these scriptures that I'm giving you. But Paul had to shake himself because the people didn't want to listen to what he had to say. Um, let me see. Um, in the rejection, though, there's something that we have to ask ourselves because rejection hurts. Rejection stings. Rejection 
doesn't feel good because again as humans we want the yes we want to hear that yes because it's something about hearing that no that goes eh, i don't know but it's learning in that no it's your perspective of it so it's that no when you get that no you have to take that and say okay again what am i missing what am i not seeing here um where is the gap where is there possibly a weakness? You have to take that note and self-assess a little bit and say, okay, let me tweak this. Let me tweak that. Um, and again, in that note, you, in that rejection, you, God may be trying to show you your purpose. So rejection, again, has a greater purpose at times. Rejection is not always just a flat out no. There is a purpose in the rejection, but we have to stay focused and we have to be willing to really be honest with ourselves and say, what is this greater purpose? What is God trying to show me in this no? No does not mean no a lot of times. It just means um, deny, deny does not mean um, deny. I mean, sometimes it could just mean it's just a delay, right? It's just a delay. And there's a saying, um, delay does not mean denied or something like that. It's a little saying. I can't think of what it is right now. But um, it does not always mean a solid no. It just may mean no to that opportunity, but because God has a greater opportunity coming for you, right? So you can't sit in that no. You can't sit there and relish and dwell in that no. You have to move forward. You have to push forward. In rejection, there's some things that we get from rejection. Not only do you get a different perspective or and or a fresh perspective, you get you build resilience. No helps build the rejection helps build your resilience. That's where resiliency um, or resilience comes from. It's from a no. And a lot of times we get a hard no. A hard no will definitely have you going, huh? Okay, they said no, but I'm resilient. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to dig deep. Maybe I need to pivot a little bit, but I'm going to reach my goal, right? Rejection does not equal um, a solid no, not all the time. Rejection has a greater purpose. There is a greater purpose in it. You just have to look at it from a different perspective. Maybe you need to take a step back. Maybe God is telling you, hey, this is something that you may not need to be doing. You made your skill set or your um, your gifting is in this area, but you're trying to do this area. My gifting is not in now. I could cook. Don't don't do this. I'm about to tell you all something. I could cook, but my gifting is not in being a chef. That is not my gifting, even though I can cook. I'm not a chef. My gifting is in other things. And I know that you got to learn how to stay in your lanes. A lot of times God is pushing you in that rejection. It has a greater purpose because God is pushing you into the lane that you need to be in. And a lot of us are swerving all through different lanes instead of staying in that one lane that God has placed you in. So again, we need to go back and self-assess and we need to look at, hey, is this something that I'm very gifted in? Is this an area that I'm gifted in that God has... um place this wonderful wonderful again this wonderful wonderful gift in and it can be a blessing to other people um it's and how do you know what your gifting is how do you know you know it's something that comes easy to you but it's hard for other people to do that's where you know your gifting is in that's where you know your gift is right so again i'm not i can cook but i'm not a chef i don't even like to cook but i'm i would never be like oh i'm gonna be a chef if that if that if that ever happens, y'all know something is going awry because that is not my gifting. That is not something I enjoy. Um, throwing parties, 
That is not my area of expertise. That is not something that I enjoy. That is not my gift. And it's some people who are event planners and they love that. That's their gift. That's their, that's where their purpose lies. That's, that's not my gift, y'all. That's, that's not it. I don't, I don't like that. I stay in my lane. And so it, it builds resilience. We find our purpose in it. It builds, um, we can get a different or fresh perspective and it builds perseverance. It builds a lot of times we don't want that. Um, we, again, um, we just want the yes. We don't want to hear the no, but it builds perseverance, y'all. It it very, um, it helps to build perseverance. And I'm getting twisted over my words here because my brain is going faster and my tongue ain't moving as fast as my brain is going. But perseverance is steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or a delay in achieving success. Focus on that delay in achieving success. What is that? A re- um, rejection a lot of times. Rejection. So um, perseverance, it, it helps build um, perseverance. And perseverance is something that, a lot of people try to overlook there's steps to it that you a lot we don't in this in this society we have something called we don't want to go through from point a to point z we want to skip we don't want to walk through it we just want to skip like okay give me the shortcut okay give me the cliff notes i don't want to go through the pain i don't want to go through the rejection i don't want to go i don't want to hear no's i just want to go from being me to blowing up i just want to go from being me to being a millionaire i just overnight we want that lottery type of thing in all aspects of our life and it doesn't happen like that the per where you find your purpose where you find your peace where you find all these other things is in the journey You have to walk this thing out. You have to go through the journey because what a lot of people who most people um, and statistics have shown that most people who win the lottery, they're instantly rich. Y'all, they burn through it within two to three years and they, they are back to where they were before. So in order for you to sustain what God is trying to give you, in order for you to sustain that level of elevation that he's trying to place you at, you have to walk this thing out. You have to go through this journey. You have to go through the process. You cannot skip it. That's not how it works. And those people who do skip the process, those people who have instant fame, again, they can't sustain it because they haven't gone through the things that enable you to sustain it. They haven't built the perseverance. They haven't built the resilience. They don't have, they can't look at stuff from a different, fresh perspective when they hear that no, when they get rejected, because it's going to happen. It's going to happen in all aspects of your life right? It's going to happen. But you have to look at it as rejection has a greater purpose. And I just have to find the purpose in it. I just have to find a pur- the purpose in it because the rejection, again, has a greater purpose. And a lot of these people, the examples that I'm giving you, they have they found their purpose in the rejection. Joseph found his purpose in rejection. Joseph found his purpose in the portrayal that his brothers d- gave him, even though that was hard. He was sold into slavery. But he was able to flip that. It was the perspective that he looked at it from. Okay, there's something I need to learn from this. That was a hard lesson. I'm sure he was very confused. Like, wait, I'm confused. I thought they loved me. How could they do this to me? They betrayed me. Now, and they rejected me. And now they done sold me into slavery. But God said, no, son, there's a greater purpose in this. And what did he do? Again, he used him to save people from the famine not only his family but all the people in the kingdom because he was very smart and intelligent and god was able to use that his giftings to edify his kingdom 
and to push his purpose. Y'all, there is rejection has a greater purpose. It's all in the perspective and the, and the outlook that you're looking at it from. Again, it builds your resilience. It builds your perseverance. You, um, you develop perseverance from it and it builds your per- perseverance. Um, and we get a different and or fresh perspective. And a lot of times it has a greater purpose. There's a greater purpose to rejection. So I'm repeating that because I want you guys to hear that. I want you guys to feel that, that rejection has a greater purpose. It not, uh, not just means no. It, it doesn't just mean no. There's a purpose behind the no. Again, the rejection could mean that that thing that you were trying to um, get was going to harm you. It wasn't good for you. It wasn't healthy for you. And a lot of times in relationships, we are betrayed and we are rejected because the person that we're trying to deal with, number one, God has already told us that that person is not for you. That person is not for you and you need to walk away. But in that rejection, in that betrayal, then we get our feelings hurt and we have to walk away. But there's a purpose in that because maybe that person was very violent. Maybe that person has some other stuff going on that could, that could per, um, potentially harm you, your health. Or potentially put you in a dangerous situation. There's reasons why you are rejected. There's reasons why, again, unfortunately, um, you have to look at it from, and I wrote a, a, a post about this a while ago, about betrayal. And I'm not going to get deep into it, but you ha- go to knockdownbutnotout.com, y'all. And it was a, it, there's a post, just search betrayal. There's a post I did about being betrayed. And again, there was purpose that I learned in the betrayal because I went through a very deep betrayal a few years ago. But there was purpose behind that. And I'm thankful for that purpose, that betrayal, because in that not only did it allow me to uncork and find my fo- myself and find my voice. But now you guys are I'm able to um, you guys are benefiting from that. Now, I'm going to just be flat out. You guys are benefiting from that betrayal because had I stayed in that situation that I was in, I would have kept allowing it to minimize my voice and I would have never moved forward and I would have never grown. I would have never grasped, taken a hold of that and been like, okay, you know what? Now I'm looking for my peace. Now I'm looking for my joy. Now I'm looking for my happiness. Now I'm looking for all these things because in that rejection, in that betrayal, it had a greater purpose. I feel like I'm going real hard in this and I am. If y'all are like, man, she going real hard. And it's because I am like, I'm really feeling this message. Rejection has a greater purpose. We just have to find it. A lot of times in it, our feelings are hurt. So we may not see it. But rejection has a greater purpose. There's a purpose behind the rejection. There's a purpose behind the no, right? But a lot of times it takes us to take a step back and we're like, okay, let me slow this down. Let me take a step back from this thing. Ooh, this is the lesson that I needed to learn in this. Ooh, God gave me those signs that said this person, these red flags that say this person was not for me. This person is meant to harm, is sent to harm me. This person is sent to distract me. Ooh, this, this environment, this job environment was not for me. It's going to, um, it's going to, um, slow my growth. They're going to put me in a box. They're not going to allow me to grow creatively. This job was not for me. This is not the per- the perfect environment for me. Um, their corporate culture was not for me. Um, those are the things that, um, rejection can protect us from. So don't always look at it from the point of, I gotta know, Oh, I gotta know. They didn't want me. They hurt my feelings. Oh, people tell me no. Okay, good. I'm glad you told me no, because best and believe there's something greater behind that. No, God has something bigger for me that God has something greater for me. When you're going through the process of purchasing a home, a lot of times people outbid you 
um, or you, some stuff may fall short, but there a lot, but there, believe me when I say that there is a purpose in those no's. The purpose is that those, that house is not for you. The purpose is that God has something greater for you, right? Same thing again in, in relationships, same thing again in business, same thing again when you're working in work environments, rejection has a greater purpose. You just have to find that purpose. You just have to, again, take a step back and say, this is not, this, that wasn't for me. Be honest with yourself, self-assess, be honest with yourself and say, this is, was not for me or God has a greater purpose in it. There's a greater purpose that's going to come from this rejection. The purpose that came from that rejection, the purpose that came from that betrayal. Again, I found my voice. I want to encourage others spiritually and through their personal growth. Why? Because I know what it's like. I know a lot of people out here need healing. I know a lot of people out here um, aren't sure where to go and how to how to start. Right. I want to help ignite that fire in people so that they know that there's a greater purpose in their lives. That whatever you went through is not the end. That's not the end of you. That's just something. And it doesn't define you. That's just something that you went through. That's just an obstacle. Jesus went through obstacles, y'all. Jesus was rejected. But guess what? There is a purpose in it. That's not the end of you. Grow from it. We're all, I'm always talking about growth. That's what this podcast is about. It's about personal growth and spiritual growth. Why is that so personal to me? Because I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to go through some things and, and then you're like, oh my gosh, this is the end. Like, why did I have to go through this? I don't understand. I don't understand it. And you're stag- I know what it's like to be stagnant. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be have people depend on you, but you're paralyzed by fear. I know what that's like. And I want to be able to tell other people, hey, yes, you went through that, but you can make it. Yes, that, that situation was scary, but don't let your fear keep you from moving forward. Look at it from the perspective of, there's something I'm supposed to learn from that, that life less, there's life lessons in that and move forward. Don't allow life to handle you. You handle life. You handle life. Don't allow life to handle you. So guys, I don't know. Um, there's so much more to this and I don't want to go on and on and on and on because I'm going to have to do a part two of this. I'm just going to have to do a part two because this is something that people need to hear. This is something I I know you can hear that I'm passionate about. I'm very passionate about this. When people are like, oh, such and such happened to me and they have this victim mentality. I just want to be like, hey, okay, yes, again, this happened to you, but this is not, it doesn't define who you are. And a lot of people allow things to define who they are. And it's not, it's not, it doesn't define who you are. When I was like, when they told me I had anxiety, I said, okay, I have anxiety. That's just a word. That does not define who I am. That doesn't define who Tashana is. It's just something that I have to work through. It's just something that I recognize that a challenge that I have and that I have to push through it. It's something that I have to, that again, that I had to recognize that, okay, some people don't have this on this level, but it's something that I have to push through. It's something that I can overcome. I'm not going to let it manhandle me. I'm not going to let it handle me. I'm going to handle it. Me. I'm the boss. I'm five, two and a half, y'all, but I'm the boss. Okay? It doesn't matter how small you are. It doesn't matter how tall you are. It doesn't matter how big you are or skinny you are. 
again, you handle that thing. You're not weak. And that's one of the things I want people to get get from this. You're not weak. You're not. Yes, some things happen. A lot of times we are the victim in stuff, but you don't have to stay in that. You don't have to have a victim mindset. And I want you to break free from that. If you feel like, man, life is really handling me right now. It's really, really manhandling me. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I want you to go back to episode one, finding your voice and listen to all my episodes. Not only that, I want you to dig deep in the Bible. Go pray, get deep into your prayer, get deep into your word and ask God, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Because I really feel like life is handling me. Life is really throwing me about. Like life is really coming at me real strong right now. And And I'm not sure about this. But what I want you to do, and eventually what I want you to do is be able to stand flat-footed, put your dukes up, and say, come on, let's go. Yes, life, you're coming at me. Yes, life, I see you. I recognize you. But you're not going to defeat me because I am in control. I am the master. God has given me all these gifts. God has given me all this power. God has given me all this authority. And I'm not going to let you run over me. And I'm not going to let you handle me any kind of way. That's how you have to stand flat-footed and fight this thing. Y'all, let me tell you this funny story, and then I'm going to close this out. When I was about 10, again, I'm I'm 5'2", y'all. I'm 63 inches tall. So you can imagine at 10, I was a little itty-bitty thing. I've been thin all my life. I ain't never had no meat. I'm, I've never had any meat on my bones. I'm, I'm always been thin. I had to fight this little boy named Joe because I took Taekwondo for many years when I was young. And I had to fight this little boy named Joe. Now, Joe was built like a grown man. Okay, Joe was at that time, I promise you, Joe had to be like five, five or something like that. And Joe was solid. Like Joe had to be over 100 pounds and I was nowhere near 100 pounds. I think maybe I was like mm, 80 pounds, maybe, maybe. So I had to fight him and we were sparring or whatever. And um, they were like, start. Right. And so I'm getting them because even though Joe is bigger than me and Joe is stronger than me, I could move faster than Joe right I was I was faster so I'm hitting him with my roundhouse kicks I'm kicking I'm kicking I'm punching and I'm moving and this one time I guess I exposed a weakness and Joe punched me this one time yo it was just one time he hit me with a good right but stiff right boom and I went flying through the air I'm no lie true story I went flying through the air and everybody was like <gasps> like it was like silence right and I got up. I remember once I hit the mat, I was thinking, oh, he got me. But I'm going to get him back. Right? I'm going to get him back. So Joe knocked the air out of me. I ain't going to lie. He knocked the wind out of me. It was a good punch. It brought a little tears to my eyes. But I And, it, and I got back up. And they were like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. Let's go. Like, I'm fine. Let's go. And guaranteed by the end of that match, I had dominated him because I hit him with a bunch of some kicks. I hit him with rapid punches and I was moving like crazy because I was like, you got me that one time. And that's how you have to look at life. Life, you stuck me that one time. You got me. You knocked the wind out of me. You made me fall. You knocked me down. You brought tears to my eyes a little bit. But I'm going to get back up. I'm going to dust myself off. I'm going to get back in my fighting stance and I'm going to handle you because God has given me the authority right? I'm a fighter. I'm an overcomer and I'm going to handle you. And so again, rejection, we're talking about rejection. Rejection has a greater purpose, y'all. We just have to see the purpose in it. So 
I thank you so much, guys, for rocking with me today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. And I hope this message has been a blessing for you. If it has, share it out. Share it out. That's the greatest gift, guys. Just share this message out so that it can encourage others. So again, thank you. I hope you have an amazing week. Um, And again, thank you guys for listening. This is me closing out on this episode of Just Thinking Out Loud. I am your host, Tashana. Until next time. Hi, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, If you've enjoyed the podcast, go over to Tashana.co so we can stay in touch. On occasion, I send out tips and updates, and I may send out um, event updates as well. So again, thank you for listening, and make sure you subscribe. Come back soon. Be blessed.